0: The second reading tells us that God chose us before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. The second reading is from Ephesians, the first chapter. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ
1: Well, here we go. How many of you are making the same resolutions this year you made last year? <laughs> well, how did the ones you made last year work out for you? You know, it's amazing. We, we go through this ritual every year, every year, and we think about and we think back on the last year. Well, okay, yeah, there's some things I need to change. You know, most resolutions, for the most common obviously has to do with weight, and getting in shape, okay? But then there's things like, well, you know, I need to get a little more organized, okay? I need to unclutter, or, you know, all those kinds of things that are real common, and we make those resolutions, and by the end of February, they've pretty well fallen apart. And I guess the problem with those kinds of resolutions is so often they are they turn out to be short term, but they're made in the short term. You know, we look back how far? We look back over the last year and say, this is what you know, I wish was different. This is what I wish I'd have done different or, or could be different. Well, I think I'll do better at that this year. And so we've got this tiny time period that we're working with when, when it comes to resolutions and goals and our plans that we're making for the next year. But God has a plan for you that's way different than any of the plans you'll ever make. God has a plan for you that goes way, way back. That's a plan, I call it a plan for the ages. And I want to look at some of the things that that Paul was saying in the second lesson because he gives us, Uh, a lot of ideas about what God's plan is and how that works. And the first thing that he says was that he chose us in him before the creation of the world. All right, so this plan goes way back before creation ever started. Okay, so millennia, many millennia ago, God had this plan already in his mind. This is no short-term deal. This is no, well, let's look and see what messed up last year and let's try to fix that this year. From before creation, he had a plan and it says that the plan that he had for us was in accordance with his pleasure and will. Okay, this is God's plan. Nobody else's. It's what he wants. It comes out of His will and His desires for us. And it's been that way since the beginning. And what was the plan? The plan was for us to be holy and blameless in His sight. And so He predestined us for adoption to sonship. Adoption to sonship is a Greek word. It's a legal term. That means made full heirs, adopted into a family as a full heir. So it's an actual legal term. So he wanted us to be holy and blameless in his sight and set us up for adoption as his children. So that's his plan. Now, this is not some hidden plan, some thing that he kept to himself, you know, to reveal at some point, because uh, Paul goes on to say, that with all wisdom and understanding He made known to us the mystery of His will according to His good pleasure. So what His will was and what His desire for us was, He made it known to us. So it's no secret. He let us know what He wanted. And from the very beginning, it was His desire for us to be holy and blameless and to be His children. But now how is he going to work that plan out? I mean, what are the details of that plan? Well, it's a plan, as Paul says, in him, this is the plan, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of his grace that he lavished on us. So the plan was for us to be holy and blameless in His sight. But we kind of made a mess out of that, didn't we? We have made a mess out of that. As uh, a human race, as the people of God, the children of God, and as individuals, we've made a mess out of that holy and blameless part. And each one of us can look into our own lives and we can identify the places where we are not holy and where we are not blameless. And there are consequences for that, for the mess we've made. And the consequences ultimately are to be eternally separated from a holy and pure God. We call that eternal death, whatever, you, whatever word you want to call, but it's eternally separated, and that's the consequence for the mess we've made Of God's plan but the plan that he has is to buy us back for that to pay the price to pay the penalty redemption in his blood is what Paul says the price that Jesus paid was his blood to buy us back and when he buys us back that's like the adoption you know and now those of you that were here last week or was it I don't remember but Anyway, when I showed the picture of my son and the two adopted kids that they, that they just adopted, and there's a long process to go through for that, a long process of vetting and all that kind of stuff, and there are fees to be paid, okay? But what happened? They were taken out of a foster care system. They were taken out of a system under the law, really, and made part of a family. That's kind of like a redemption And that's kind of like what God did. Redemption and the price that was paid, the fee that was paid, was Jesus' blood. And so it's like a whole new start. So Sophia and Kenny got a whole new start in a family, celebrated Christmas in a family for the first time in who knows how long. And just this past week, uh, our oldest grandchild, Jeremy's oldest daughter and her boyfriend took them to Disney World for the very first time. It's a new life. It's a new start for Sophia and Kenny. And that's what it means. You you can imagine how they feel, right? You know, because now they're part of the family. Well, that's God's plan for us. To buy us back, to make us a part of his family. And so Paul says... In Him, we were also chosen. Having been predestined according to the plan of Him who works out everything according to His will. (laughs) It all goes back to God and what His will is and this plan that He has. And according to this plan, you were chosen. You were chosen by God. adopted into sonship, or as children, made full heirs. So think about this and what that means. You think about God before this was all created. And God's got this plan. And when He made this plan, He was thinking about you. And when He's making His promises to the children of Israel about a Messiah that is going to come to save the people, he was thinking about you. And when Jesus was hanging on a cross and paying the price for sin, he was thinking about you. And when he was on a cross and when he said, it is finished, the price for the guilt of your sin, was paid at that moment. And then, one day, Jesus is going to come back. He's going to come back in whatever kind of glorious way God has planned. He's going to come back, and when He comes back to to take to Himself those that have followed Him, He's going to be looking for you. He's going to come back to take you to be with Him. And so Paul wants to make sure that we don't miss the point. He wants to make sure we don't miss the point. So then he says, and you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of the truth, the good news of your salvation. And when you believed, you were marked in him with a seal. The promised Holy Spirit, who is the deposit guaranteeing our inheritance. God's plan is so far beyond anything that we can have or come up with. And so far beyond even anything we can fully comprehend that it's just amazing. It's a plan for you, for you as an individual. It's God's plan for you from way before creation. And according to Paul, there's really only one way that we can ever really truly respond to that. He begins this whole section of the lesson we read with the word praise. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then three times in this section that we read, he says this, things like this, to the praise of his glorious grace in verse 6. Verse 12, for the praise of his glory. Verse 14, to the praise of his glory. It's God's glorious plan to save you and me and to make us God's children. And God deserves from us nothing but praise.